Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're gonna be talking about Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell, and I'm gonna show you Chad in an even bigger, brighter light. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell because I'm coming out with a lot of videos. Please click that like button if you support the video and share this video out where you can. With that being said, let's get into it. Ooh, Chad, things are heating up for you lately. Are you doing okay? Would you like a cupcake? Let's take a little trip down memory lane, shall we? On October 1st, Lori rents a 10 by 10 storage unit in Rexburg, Idaho. On October 2nd, Chad and Lori are seen pulling up to the storage unit. Chad and Lori get out of the vehicle. They take a tire and bring it into the unit. And they also take a back seat of a vehicle and bring it into the unit. Now, after they do that, they are seen walking out the door and Chad gives a little love butt tap to Lori. Ah, you gotta love video recordings, right? Only there's a problem. There is a major problem. Chad is still married to Tammy Daybell. Hey Chad, you remember, you know your wife of almost 30 years, where it would have been your 30th anniversary on March 9th? You know her? the mother of your five children? Here, let me remind you. Yeah, her, Tammy. On that same day, October 2nd, Lori decides to go on Amazon and order herself a little Amazon ring. It is a Malachite wedding ring. And that ring was shown in her wedding pictures to Chad only a month later. It is a size four Southwestern style Malachite ring for $35.99. Tack on some tax and it's 38 bucks and some change. When she orders the ring, she puts her Rexburg address on, but she also has it addressed to Charles Vallow. Here's another problem. Charles Vallow is dead. And she's ordering it from Charles Vallow's account. And then I wondered, I wonder if she paid with Charles's credit card. Oh look, it was. According to Kay and Larry Woodcock, who accessed the account because they remembered Charles's password, they said that she used his credit card to make a purchase. So it makes me wonder if she actually used Charles's credit card to also rent her storage unit. I'll have to ask Nate Eaton on that one. Okay, back to the ring. Here is some interesting facts about the Malachite gemstone. It's said to have healing properties. And it says Malachite is a stone of balance, abundance, manifestation, and intention. An extremely powerful metaphysical stone, Malachite is often called the stone of transformation and is used for deep energy cleaning, bringing healing and positive transformation to the wearer. It will help you deal with the many changes that can happen in your life because it stimulates clear thinking and controlled emotions. There will always be challenges, surprises, and unexpected events, but knowing that you have the protective and supportive energies of the Malachite can spell the difference between rising and falling. It will help you heal on a physical and emotional level, removing anything that makes you feel weak or toxic. By removing all the impure energies in your life, you are also stimulating the positive life force in your body and your aura. It symbolizes the healing green of the nature around you, except maybe in jail. 
It will open your eyes to the beauty of the world and make you more aware of how you can use everything that surrounds you to make yourself better, happier, and more at peace, especially when people around you die. This is something that stuck out. What's more, it is known to have great visionary powers that can effectively ward off negative events from happening. It can keep you safe and protect you against accidents. And as you know, Chad was talking about him being a visionary and him having powers, and so this ties in with their beliefs. Malachite crystal helps you to keep your senses sharp and your intuition sharper. However, it also has a grounding quality. That means that when you do follow these hunches, you have the rational backing to feel confident in your choices. If you bring it into your meditation regimen, you will find that types of psychic vision and insights that reach you are clearer and more easily understood. And it also says you'll also know how to act on this often surprising information as it manifests within you and people might well remark on your sudden upswing in personal confidence and direction. When it comes to wealth, it says this stone is the stone of good fortune, so the wearer of this stone will attract all things good when it comes to money, wealth, and opportunities. It symbolizes abundance, expansion, and new beginnings. And when it comes to love, it says, in love and relationships, Malachite acts as a protection stone that absorbs negative energies and pollutants around you. It helps you release all unwanted feelings that can harm you and your relationship. This stone will give you a clear idea on what you should be embracing when it comes to love and life. It will give you a better understanding on the things or the people that you should be avoiding as well. And I'll put a link in the description below if you guys want to read on this Malachite and where I found this. So far, it's been a really busy day for Lori. She's taken a trip to the storage unit with Chad. She's buying a Malachite wedding ring on Amazon, and she's using her dead ex-husband's credit card for this purchase. And this just so happens to be the same day that Lori's niece's ex-husband, Brandon Boudreau, had an attempt made on his life by Alex Cox. Brandon hired a private investigator that has said that he believes that Alex was the shooter. And Brandon describes the gun as a paintball gun. But that's not all. Next day is quite busy for Lori as well. A search on Lori's computer history shows that she did a search or somebody did a search for beach wedding dresses and also a white suit in a men's size XL and also men's tennis shoes. I would love to know the shoe size. And Lori also bought a new yellow bathing suit, swim trunks in an extra large. But the sad thing is there were absolutely no searches for the kids or any purchases for the kids on that Amazon account. But I just wanna make a little side note. You know what's really interesting in this? There's a search for wedding dresses Lori is a mistress. People are dying around her. And she's getting away with it right now. Sound familiar? Where have we heard that before? Now, a week later on October 9th, Tammy Daybell, Chad's wife, calls the police and reports that there's a masked man that had fired at her with a paintball gun. And the man actually ran away when Tammy called for Chad. 
Oh, you decided to be home that day with your wife, did you, Chad? Lori busy? Needed an alibi, perhaps? After this happened, Tammy goes onto Facebook and she writes this. Okay, neighbors, something really weird just happened and I want you to know so you can watch out. I had gotten home and parked in our front driveway. As I was getting stuff out of the back seat, a guy wearing a ski mask was suddenly standing by the back of my car with a paintball gun. He shot at me several times, although I don't think it was loaded. I yelled for Chad and he ran off around the back of my house. I have no idea what his motive was and he never spoke even after I asked him several times what he thought he was doing. I was about to smack him with my freezer meals from enrichment tonight when I decided to yell for Chad instead. A couple things to note in here. She mentions a paintball gun and just seven days earlier, Brandon Boudreaux was talking about also being shot at with a paintball gun. Another interesting thing is she said that she doesn't think it was loaded. So I don't know if it was something that maybe was supposed to be loaded and, or it was just a scare tactic. So if you know about paintball guns, just stick it in the comments below and let me know. Can they get stuck? I'm, I'm sure they can, but maybe is that maybe what happened? Or was it something where it was just something to scare her? And the other thing that was important is that she called out to Chad and the shooter went behind the house and ran to the back. I wonder if Chad actually came out or if the shooter went to the back and had a little chit chat with Chad before he ran away. Cause it's starting to look like it's Alex that was in the driveway or could have been Alex in the driveway. Just like Alex could have been the shooter to Brandon. So Tammy calls the cops and at the time, investigators thought it was maybe a prankster that was doing this and they never found the masked man. And the authorities said, our deputy went out there and investigated the report, but he was unable to find anything. So after this happens, 10 days later on October 19th, Tammy dies peacefully in her sleep. And according to Chad, he tells his father-in-law that Tammy had a terrible cough before going to bed and she never woke up. And Tammy's death was ruled as natural causes. There wasn't an autopsy done, but her death has been since deemed suspicious and they exhumed Tammy's body on December 11th. So on Saturday, she dies. By Monday, she's buried and Tuesday, there's a memorial. And there's close friends that said everything was just super quick. Now, Chad receives $430,000 in life insurance for Tammy's death. And it was noted that one of the policies was substantially raised right before her death. And in an affidavit, it says, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell have significant financial resources. I am aware that Chad Daybell received at least $430,000 in life insurance proceeds upon the death of his wife, Tammy. As such, Lori and Chad have resources sufficient to help them travel and hide from law enforcement and the court. So fast forward a little bit after Tammy dies, about two weeks later, on November 5th in Hawaii, Chad and Lori get married. And I guess now that we have more information with the tapping on the butt, 
purchase of the Malachite ring, the purchase of men's swim trunks and white attire, that it's looking like it's a little easier way in their mind to have Tammy die than to go through divorce proceedings and have to pay spousal support. And now, if that's not bad, Chad lies and tells his family that he met a woman in Hawaii and just got married. Now, Chad has five children, as I mentioned earlier. Can you imagine you're finding out your mom dies? He goes and marries somebody two weeks later in Hawaii. And now they find their mom has been exhumed and they find out after the fact. And now all these lies from Chad are coming out and the truth is revealing themselves. So it's awful for his family to go through that. And I'm going to guess that Tammy's death was not natural. Now, like I mentioned, December 11th, they exhumed Tammy's body. And they're still waiting on the toxicology reports. And they're saying there's going to be some obstacles associated with this because Tammy was buried almost two months beforehand. And the Fremont County Sheriff's Office say that it can take up to a year to get results. And this is what a coroner explained in an article I was reading. When someone is buried, they are embalmed. The entire system is flushed and so anything you're going to have as far as toxicology tests is gone. One thing we would do internally is look for pieces of tissue such as liver, that kind of thing, and then send those off for testing. The problem you're going to have is that unless you know what you're testing for, and we're not looking for just a standard toxicology panel, it's very difficult to identify. And the coroner says that it could be because they don't know what they're looking for. And it goes on to say, if we don't know what we're looking for, the possibilities could be endless. People can be poisoned with rat poison or fluid for your vehicle. It could be an antifreeze. It could be anything. There are all kinds of things we have seen come forward in toxicology. We would need somewhere to start. We need to find out what we are looking for to start searching. Well, maybe we can find out what happened to Alex Cox and how he died. And maybe that'll line up, possibly, with Tammy Daybell. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Now, apparently the media requested the 911 call that was made for Tammy and when she was found deceased, but it was denied by the Fremont County Prosecutor's Office. So now Lori is sitting in jail, as we know. Nobody seems to want to bond her out. Her lawyer has made another request for her bond to be reduced, and I'm not sure if that's going to happen. The truth is coming out more and more about Chad and how he's not so innocent and he was cheating on his wife. He upped his insurance right before she died. She then dies at the ripe age of 49 years old and everybody around Lori is either missing or dying. And so neither of them are looking too innocent in this whole mess. And most importantly, Kylie and JJ are still not found. And she's saying that she thinks they've become zombies and are possessed. So I wanted to shed a little bit of light because this guy is not innocent in any way, shape, or form. And neither is Lori. But 
I did want to bring this to light and start showing you the patterns so we can start digging a little bit more and maybe seeing what the heck happened to Tylee and JJ. Let's have a chit chat below so we can talk about all this mess. And if you have some new info, you can let me know below as well. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.